Hey everyone, welcome back to 60 Minutes Phil. Casey just got back from Coachella. What's up? <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm kind of sick. And you know, I know you've been out living your life after I repeatedly asked you to chill. Um, and we like love this for you, but can you really this time like stop leaving? <laughs> yeah, the next time I'll be leaving is in two weeks, but oh it's God. just to the valley for my nephew's communion. But after that, I should stay still for a while. Good, 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 good. Good to know because <laughs> summer's here and I plan to make a lot of beach trips to go out and tan with you and Taylor if that's accepted. Yeah, we want to be brown. Yeah, I went to the beach a couple weeks ago and it was just like a random invitation. It was my cousin's birthday. He's like, you know what? I want to spend my birthday uh, on the beach. And we've actually never stayed on that side of Galveston where you have to like take the ferry. Um, yeah. It was a fucking nightmare. Like, <laughs> I mean, I the beach house was amazing and like the weekend itself was amazing, but like it literally was an hour every single time we wanted to leave that area. It was, it was pretty exhausting. Really? Yeah. Do you ever y'all can catch y'all can catch the fairy times? It didn't matter. It didn't matter. Like the lines oh. were so long. I mean, the weather was amazing that weekend. So I guess everyone and their mother was out there. But um yeah, I don't know. I just uh I got like a really great tan. I'm actually still peeling now and I was like, I need more of this. Like I feel like I hadn't yeah. gotten a tan like that in a long time. And I'm just less of a bitch when I have a nice tan. You know, <laughs> I think it's true. Yeah. Everyone just feels the vitamin D. Yeah. I thought it was vitamin C. Oh shit. No, vitamin D. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, how was Coachella? We want, um, you know, for those of us peasants that can't afford to go to Coachella and we just like see it on TikTok and stuff, like tell us about the experience. Um, Casey was like, saying that Coachella was like an uh what did you say like Disney for like adults um yeah how do you you know but the way you were explaining it like how you how much planning goes into it and like you have to like map it out and I'm like it, oh yeah this actually does sound dreadful exhausting and a lot like Disney it is it's Disney for adults that like to do drugs and listen to music <laughs> you'd be surprised how many adults are on drugs at Disney though <laughs> you're actually you're right you're right um but it was just such a cool trip I well I flew out to Vegas to meet Ashley and Anthony because I did a road trip from Austin to Palm Springs um so I met them in Vegas we spent two days there that was fun um and then we drove to LA had a full night in LA which literally that's all we needed we had dinner at tom tom's um and it was on the santa monica i think it was the santa monica boulevard and apparently that's called boys town which we didn't know like that was like the gay strip um until i until we crossed the street and we saw like this um lgbtq flag like just painted in the street and i looked at ashley and i pointed at it and then we looked at anthony and like he didn't notice but everything was like rainbow colored yeah <laughs> So then we walk into this bar, like a Mexican bar, and it had that smell. You know, when you walk into an old bar that the liquor has just seeped through the wood. And so it just always smells and it just felt sticky. Like it smelled sticky and felt sticky. Yeah. Anyways, these margaritas were huge. 
Um, mine had Jameson and Patron in it. Um, and that's literally all it took. We each had one. And then by the end of the night, I had Ashley on the stage. We were singing karaoke. Oh my gosh. Uh, I saw Anthony posting the cutest videos of you guys. You're going to have to send them to me if you have them. Because that looked like so much fun. I was I was honestly like sad. I was watching and I was like oh. crying. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, it looked like a really great time though. Um, it was I, so was, like calling people on stage. <laughs> I'm like, oh, she's. I was like, oh, she's drunk, drunk. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was just so cool. Like, I don't know, it was fun. So the guys that she pulled on stage, we made friends with them. They took us to another club. I was like, can I buy shrooms from you? And like, because like, I was like, he's like, where are you from? I'm like, we're from Texas. We're going to Coachella. He's like, oh, girl, what are you going to do? And so it was just, I'm like, I need shrooms. I've never done shrooms before, but it just sounded like that's what I needed to do Wait, for so Coachella. Did you do that? no I was too scared but I bought him um <laughs> so we Wait, should just have really uh yeah you can like take them everywhere with you like are they legal no I had we smuggled them I had someone smuggle them for me cross oh <laughs> so bad. <laughs> I know um but anyway so we started this really nice hotel that like we just slept in and then we were all hungover. Got oh no out. shit! What do you do at all? We we <laughs> stayed at the hotel that we like slept at. Like, <laughs> well, I meant like we just slept. You know, so like, we literally hotel, all you did was like, sleep. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, all we did was sleep, but it was such a pretty hotel. Um, and like I guess I was, I did partake in some other activities that night, um, with one of the guys that we met. <laughs> <laughs> and so I stayed up pretty late and then I woke up and I was like Ashley and Anthony were still asleep I'm like hey I'm gonna take Bentley for a walk and I'm in my PJs walking Bentley down like um Hollywood Boulevard like all <laughs> I started playing a thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton oh my god the best um it was so funny anyway so then we were like dragging our ass we get to LA um we get our bags packed and then we were headed um to Palm Springs or to our place. We stayed in Morongo Valley, which was 30 minutes away. So we thought we were gonna get there in an hour. We we're gonna go shopping, like grocery shopping for the Airbnb. Um, but with LA traffic, it was like psych, it's gonna take you four hours, three and a half, but oh almost like God. four hours to get there. Yeah. We were Ashley got so many bad pictures of me like snoring with my mouth open. Like I was like <laughs> in the back seat. <laughs> If it makes um, me feel better, Ashley only has bad pictures. <laughs> That's not she her was fault. Getting me back. She was getting me back for a picture I had taken of her at fucking um, Urban Outfitters in Vegas. She's like, I can't believe you took that and sent it. And I was like, I'm oh, sorry. I, I thought you were going to say Urban Bird. Or, no, Urban Outfitters. Um, you still haven't tried Urban Bird. Like, I really need you to come to Katie and try it. Ashley, like, I think like I have. Oh, it's so freaking good. I've been wanting it. Um, so y'all like, that sounds so eventful. Um, like when it comes down to Coachella itself, like who put on the best show? Um, so Coachella best show for me was, I loved Caliucci's. Oh, she's hot. Oh, and dude. And she just, she played all the old school songs that we know, like freak, uh, freaky Tona. She played um, Melting. Which one? Melting. 
I think so. Yeah. Um, but I was on, I'm um, be honest. I was like high the entire time. Um, <laughs> it was just so fun. It was, so I mean, everyone fun. there is kind of right. Like it's kind of just oh, an experience. Everybody. Yeah. It's, it's part of the experience. Like you just, you walk in, you're like, I think I want to do drugs. Like I want to do all of them right now. Um, we, oh, and blink. That's how blink I feel she was a every day. Dealing with life. I think I want to do drugs. I'm just kidding. I'm joking, guys. I don't do drugs. Um, um, wait, I have another question. So for those people who have never been to Coachella and don't know, like you, there's so many concerts going on like simultaneously. So you kind of have to pick like which, like there's all these different stages, right? And like, do they separate like genre or like, is it just all intermixed? Like, what is it? It's all intermixed um, this year. And then like the main headliners, do they come on later at night? It just depends. Yeah. So the main ones are always at the last, like the the last performer on the main stage, which is the Coachella stage, but there's like four other large stages. Um, so I would plan it out in the morning. I'd be like, okay, guys, who do y'all want to see? Cause it was five of us together. Um, so everyone was like, oh, I want to see this band, this band. So I was like putting them in order. Um, and then I would put what stage they were at. Cause the first day we got there, it was a shit show. Like it took us maybe an hour or two, maybe like a full hour to get from our Airbnb to the shuttle ride. Cause we got shuttle passes then from the shuttle to Indio. And then where they shuttles drop us off, we have to walk our asses all the way to the entrance. So it's just like a whole production that we had to do. Then by the time we got in, I was like, okay, we're going to, we're going to get water. Let's go potty um and then we're like and then we have to figure out the map because it was so big so so big so by the time we got there on friday blink 182 was playing and we were just were starstruck um and it was yeah i'm telling you i was watching everything like on tiktok and they obviously they also like the theatrics of it like the way they like set up the stage and stuff and then it's like so many people and it's like music we grew up to and Blink-182. Yeah. I love to see them. It's like so nostalgic. So it was, that's-, that's what it was. It was so nostalgic, but it was just, it was so nice. And then the breeze coming in was so cool. So like, it could be really hot. Like the sun was just beaming down on us. I was going to ask then, you like, what was the weather like? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like Texas, but without the humidity, like the sun is like blaring down on you. But yeah. once the sun gets to a certain point, the winds start rolling in and it's just fresh but yeah, then you go going back dead. to yeah going back to like disney you know like i just don't understand like once you go to disneyland i don't understand how you ever want to go back to disney world and i get like all the variety of the parks and like it's much bigger and stuff but like for someone like me who's so fed up with texas weather texas heat like i just can't enjoy the park as much as when i go to disneyland because california weather's so much better you know Oh yeah, no, for sure. Oh my God. It's Uh, so fresh and you just don't really have to worry about, oh, like, I don't know. It's just so freaking hot at Disney world. Like you, it's like, it intensifies everything. Like the kids are crying, screaming. It's all sticky. Like, oh, you know, I can't stand it. Oh yeah. No, uh, no, it wasn't like that. I I think it was just, I don't know. It's a different, I don't know. It was like magical. Like I will, I definitely will go back. We were talking about it. We want to go back, but we want VIP um 
and then we may or may not like want to camp but if we camp we want to do like the glamping like there's like a there's camping where you can just like take your vehicle and then put a tent around it Uh um or there's like vip camping that's like puts you up in like this yurt type of thing and it's it's so cool what tiktok shows like there obviously there's videos but that just doesn't do justice to like what it is like feel in like person. Being. yeah yeah um hey did you see any celebrities like on ground like the like- only ones that i paid attention to were, or that i remember seeing do you know that guy louis castro no um called everyone perras he's an influencer he's not really a celebrity um anyways i saw him that um that Adam Ray, Rosa, the guy that did uh, Rosa during COVID times, that he would have like an eyelash like set. Turned <laughs> up you know what I'm talking about? I know you're talking about, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, their, their little crew. So no, you didn't them. see any celebrities. <laughs> no, I just saw the influencers. Um, I'm kidding. No. Um, we were, honestly, the celebrities are they're going to be in the VIP section. Of course. Yeah, I should. Yeah. And then that's like right by the stage. The only time we got close to the stage was Saturday when we saw revolution because it was 11 o'clock. Nobody was there. Um, And we had our day plan. Like we got there early. We were ready to go. Um, That's the only time we got close to the stage. Other than that, we were like, I'm like, guys, is this cool? Like, (laughs) I felt like I kept everyone back, but I just think getting too close and then being too close to people, it's just, it, no we had like a scary situation like you know in lion king when the stampede is like coming and mufasa falls into my gosh yeah that's what i felt like when we were waiting for um our friend joey he went to the restroom and we're like let's just stand right here bad idea everybody was like coming at the same because someone uh an artist had just finished and everyone just started swarming in we were like holding on to each other like yeah like i'll never i'll never feel the same way about like getting general admission or pit tickets or anything like that after like astroworld i'm always now like um especially like since i have aubrey like if she's ever like i want to go to this concert i'm like um oh my god we should take aubrey to coachella yeah right so she can be like (laughs) on shrooms maybe when she's like in her 20s she's not gonna fly on shrooms i will be you know i'm just kidding i'm kidding she's oh my god she's right now like going through like we didn't get to catch taylor swift in houston um and then i got offered a ticket and i had to decline it and so i don't know it's just really sad so she's like can you at least take me to see Morgan Wallen? And I'm like, oh, I'll see. Like, she's all at that age where she wants to go to all the concerts. I'm like, you're too young. And she's like, really? And like, all her friends are at all these major concerts. I'm like, right, you're not. <laughs> she's like, you haven't taken me anywhere. Well, she did see Parker McCollum during rodeos, like the um, Houston rodeo. But she's like, I literally haven't gone to like a concert since maybe Ariana Grande when she was like seven or eight. So I'm like, okay, relax. Um, I'm like, you can start saving up concert ticket money because these ticket prices are ridiculous. But for something like yeah. Coachella, that's like a whole experience. I totally get it. It sounds like you had a lot of fun. So um, fun. So, so, so fun. You know, it's 9.45 p.m. And I just fixed a cup of coffee because I'm, I don't know what, today was just for me, ugh. like today was just like, this day needs to end as soon as it started. Like, I don't, do you ever have days like that? 
And I'm honestly like a highly motivated person. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you know what, for you, I get it. Cause you've been like back to back traveling. You probably all jet lag. Then you went on a road trip. Like I get that. I haven't like, yeah, I had a birthday party this weekend. Like that's it. (laughs) But like, I don't know what it was today. Um, that I just, I know Mercury's back in retrograde. I don't even know what that means, but I did see something about that. Like um, there was like an eclipse or something. So I wonder if that's real. Like you think universal shifts and stuff. like It is real. Okay. Well, maybe that's what it is, but. Yeah. This is a time, anytime Mercury's in retrograde, the communication is always like screwed up. So like emails, faxes, um, phone calls, text messages, it's always like something's wrong. Um, don't ever sign a deal. Like don't buy a new car. Don't yeah, sign. I was reading car. that like, like double check all your messages before you send them because like communication yeah. is really funny right now. And lots of like communication errors take place. I was like, yeah. what the hell? Like, what does that have to do with anything? It's weird. It's no, really guys science. like look it up. Like it's an actual thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's science. Um, people don't believe in it's it. Science. Like, I don't believe in astrology. Like, blah, blah, blah. but like the moon is what you know with like the waves. You know how you get the tides in and out. Like that's what controls that. Like the 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 moon. Look into that frequencies, like communication and like yeah, yeah, physics, physics. Yeah, I'm not smart enough to have this conversation, so I'm gonna change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, just know that like between like this like cough, I have this like tickle in my throat and then like I'm just sleepy and I've just been all day like eating everything. I'm just like so hungry, like just like nothing will satiate me. Like I've just been like we had like a leftover pizza and dude, I think I ate the whole medium pizza. Real, I ate a whole medium pizza by myself, like Selena. Like, like I just I was like I just had one and then I had another one and then before you know I'm like did anyone else have pizza and they're like no I'm like shit like I've just been oh like today I just I'm not even PMSing I don't know what it is like I'm just like in a weird funk but anyway hopefully this coffee helps me because I have work to do like some I have to catch up on like work work right now when we get off of here but I was so excited to have this episode because I have really been failing at like uh, the secrets and advice. Like I'll collect a few and I'm like, okay, cool. Let me pocket these for a secrets and advice segment or episode. And then before you know it, they just all got like back put on the back burner, but that's going to make for a really good episode. So are you ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You want to start with secrets or advice? Um, Let's do secrets. All right. Here goes the first one. I have secretly been texting my ex behind my current boyfriend's back. I am not trying to get back with him. I just miss talking to him. I don't consider it cheating, but I know he would be upset. He being her current boyfriend. That's a secret. She's not asking for advice. She's just <laughs> let it. But I'm gonna just it. fill in. But of course, we're gonna we're gonna you know offer up our two cents. So, what are your thoughts? Um. I would see it more like how would she just to sit back and think how would she feel if he was doing that to her that's all I really got to think like I mean say for that one just I think have about a, it I have a couple of different perspectives on this like one 
if you don't want to get back with him or if you're not doing it like out of any like you don't have any malicious intent then why does it have to be a secret and I know you're saying it would upset him but like maybe it won't like what if you just told him hey like here's the truth I've been texting with my ex it means nothing we were together for this long I, I kind of miss him that's just the truth like You'd be surprised he may be like, well, I mean, if you're telling me, it's obviously because you don't have anything to hide. So, but yeah, like, that's a good point, Casey. Like, how would you feel if he was texting his ex? Which then, like, you're all, the, like, the trust is, like, not there. You know what I mean? And I feel that's like, it, yeah, and if you're in a relationship with him and you're still going backwards for me, moving on, like, truly, fully moving on means that you don't care what, like, what's in the past anymore. You know what I mean? Like you'll never look back if you're truly happy. That's what I think. Unless you have to deal with your ex, like you have kids with them or, you know, you work with them, you have to, you're forced to engage with them. But like, if you're truly fulfilled in the relationship you're in, I just don't, I don't know. You believe that like, if you could be friends with your ex, you either still love them or never love them at all. Do you believe that? Ooh, uh, um yeah well no 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 I don't know I don't know because I was still friends with my ex well I don't know if it's considered friends if we're just fucking but no you see that's not that's not a friendship you know a friendship is a literal platonic relationship where you don't have any sexual desire for that person that's a friendship okay anything above that is your favorite a situation (laughs) (laughs) well then yeah no then I have no no comment because <laughs> I I don't know I don't think I've been I don't I don't think I've been friends with any of my exes it's I don't been know, cool all yeah all I've got to say to you secret spiller is you know kind of fast up before you get caught just let them know especially if you don't have any bad intentions and at the end of the day if you do cherish the relationship you have with your ex and you do want to keep him around as a friend and you're going to be with someone who's not going to allow that. Like, it seems like choices are going to have to be made, you know? Yeah. I think now re- rereading it, what do you miss? Like, what is he giving? What is the ex giving you in just in conversation that your current boyfriend isn't giving you? I think that's where you should put your focus on. Like, so that you, you know what? Can't- yeah. Yeah. I get that. But like, we could dive a little deeper on that because like, say for example, I like I had a boyfriend when I was like in junior high and my family loved him like he was literally a part of my family and so I had a connection with him in regards to like but that is where I feel like it was more like a friendship like especially because we were young very young you know it was like a really immature relationship so it took my husband years like years like I mean just recently to be as close to my family as he is now and so I could understand how like, like going back to like a comfort with like an ex, especially when you have history with them and they know your whole life, they know your whole family, like, you know what I mean? But that's where it's, but, 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 (coughs) excuse me, like this is another example. I would keep in touch with my young ex, like for my, and my husband always knew about it. Do you know what I mean? Cause like, it wasn't, it was completely platonic by that point. So it didn't bother him. They both knew, each- you know what I mean? Like that's a different situation. So whatever it is that's keeping you like holding on to your ex, if it's because you guys have a lot of memories together, or if it's because 
he's friends with your brother and you can't, you know, whatever the reason is, like, just honesty, like, just be honest, just be like, hey, I keep in touch with him. We like to reminisce. He's always going to be a part of my life. I hope it's okay with you. I'm only telling you because I wouldn't want you to keep something like this from me. And if it is like a deal breaker and you can't, then you obviously don't trust me. So that's what I would say. Right. That sounds good. <laughs> You're like, okay, just stop fucking texting him or break up with your boyfriend. That's Casey. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I already know you. All right. Yeah. We have another secret. Okay. I just got engaged and my fiance. Ha- okay, guys, this kind of tripped me out. I got, and I got this one recently. I just got engaged and my fiance has no idea that I was married once before I was very young. And it was only a few months before we got an annulment dumb mistake. It's been eating at me, but I'm afraid to tell him out of fear that he will change his mind. We have been together two years. Marriage was about five years ago. Like, isn't that public record? I thought his right. Cause he's, when you get married through the through a judge, I don't really see. Let me know. find out. I, I still don't. don't even know. I still don't even know if I'm married. <gasps> Why? Because you got married in Hawaii. Like, yeah, I know that that shit transfers and stuff, but like, I never. I don't know. I have my own. Like, I'm confused about like how all this works, but I'm pretty sure there's a way for him to find out obviously if he's not digging like he doesn't have a reason to suspect or dig oh or look like look that. look the vital statistics section does maintain public indexes of texas marriages since 1966 oh and and texas divorces since 1968 okay but like so, yeah. wait so like if you got divorced in 1967 it's like never happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah Basically. But wait, but my question is, like, it still counts though, right? Even if she was just married to him for a couple months. Like, why are you so, I don't understand. I don't feel like there's a reason for you to hide this. He loves you. He proposed or you guys got engaged, however that happened. What is something that happened five years ago before you even knew he existed? Like, how is that, you know? Like, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Or why wasn't it possible? Yeah, I didn't ask her any other questions because this one kind of sat there for a minute. But I guess I could understand, like, say they have a religious aspect to the relationship and they're going to get married. Like, you know, with Catholic Church, you can only get married once in in your lifetime through the Catholic Church. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. I don't know what her real reason is behind. I think she just wanted to, like, share her secret. But I wish you the best. I hope that you find it, you know, find some strength to like, just tell him and say, oh, this is like, I don't know. I would rather, what is she going to do? Wait till they're married and then later be like, oh yeah, like that's true. I was married before you. I don't know. It's kind of like a, that's a big big secret. I feel no. I mean, but if it just depends on the type of guy that he is, like, is he quick to anger or is he like cool enough to just be like, okay, like I don't give a fuck, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Going into a marriage, knowing that he'd be so upset by who, like, that's a part of your story. You know what I mean? Like that mistake, divorce, annulment situation impacted you in a way that led you to like where you are now engaged to this man. So like, I think he should embrace your history. You know what I mean? And you should Mm -hmm. too. You should be like, you know what? Yeah. Thank God I didn't stay in that marriage. Like that was a mistake. Whether they did it out of impulse or they were just young and dumb, whatever. I don't know. 
hang in there, girl. I hope that you figure out what to do if you decide to tell him or not. I hope that it doesn't come back and bite you in the butt later. But moving on to advice, um, save the juicier one for last. Oh, boo. <laughs> I hate that I keep popping. Oh my God, it's terrible. I really like to like um, highlight our male listeners because we don't have many and they're real involved. Like they'll send stuff in. So one guy sent in this advice request saying, my girl is extremely jealous to the point where I feel like I can't do shit ever. I can't go out <laughs> with friends. I can't have friends that are female help. Break up with her. Yeah. Okay. It's simple. I just, I don't get it. Like I, depending on his age, but I feel like at our age, there's just he's no, in, there's, he's in his thirties. I know. This yeah, dude, there's just like no time. There's just no time to be wasted on someone that doesn't allow you to live your life. Like if you're going to be with a partner, that partner should be able to like, you should have fun with that partner and that partner should trust, you know, y'all should trust each other. Y'all should have fun together. Um, y'all can have friends of the opposite sex. Like that just sounds like you're dating a principal. It doesn't let you have any friends. I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. I think that, I don't get it. yeah, no, I definitely age does play a, a part in this. Is she, is there an age difference? Like, is she much younger than you, a little less experienced in, in life and in relationships? And, you know, some, some women and men are just jealous by nature. You know what I mean? And believe it or not, some people find that attractive. Like, you know, I mean, we've talked about this. Like, I do think that every relationship requires like a healthy amount of jealousy to the point where it's like, I do kind of want my significant other to be bothered by other men wanting me. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, if he didn't care, like I get that. Right. But if she's, he's saying she's extremely jealous to the point where he feels like he can't breathe. I'm going to, it's safe to assume she's probably that girl. That's like, were you looking at her? Is something going on? Like she's just always on edge and like hovering. Unless exhausting. Unless he's like cheated before or has given her reason to be like that. But also if that's the case, then she should either forgive him and move on together and cut the jealousy shit or leave him. So that's my next point that I was going to bring up too. You're right. Like if you've given her a valid reason to be jealous, then you really only have yourself to thank. And if you're choosing to consciously stay in that relationship, then you're going to have to put in the work to like re-earn her trust. And yes, you may have to go to therapy if you end up like, you don't want to take this relationship further, whether marriage is in the future or not and move in together, whatever the next step of is like, the next step step up in the relationship is is like elevating the relationship don't let it get there if you're not willing to put in the work you want her to trust you and if it's obviously like starting to affect you and your mood and how you feel about the relationship you're gonna have to like go to therapy whatever and it if none of that works and you feel like she still is so jealous and controlling then it's probably irreparable and she's probably toxic so yeah it sounds like she's just toxic like there's just no fun in that I've seen women who have been wronged, like wrong, wronged and men too, like overcome jealousy and get to the point in their lives. Like, I guess, like you said, like at our age in our thirties, where it's like, who has time for that? Like, what do you, and it's okay. It's okay to like occasionally have like a jealous episode. You know what I mean? Where like something happened and like, it really just kind of triggered you or whatever, but like 
it seems pretty constant in this guy's life and I kind of feel for him. So yeah, take a look. I think I feel like with what? No, go ahead. I'm going to mute myself so I can cough. Oh, um, I was saying, wait, I I don't know what I was saying. I forgot what I was going to say. It's okay. Um, yeah. Good luck to that guy. We're here. Give us an update. Let us know if you, if you end up like giving up, but next one, my husband, this is also about jealousy. My husband is a school teacher and I cannot stand that all his coworkers are women. He is an attractive man. And I know they think so too. This is her (laughs) husband. Did you know? Yeah. Was he a teacher when you married him? Like, did you not think about that? I don't understand. Okay, this has to be like these girls have to do some inner work where they're confident enough to know that their man isn't going to have like this isn't Grey's Anatomy. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to be like cheating on each other in like the supply room. I hey, just you don't know that. I know, I know, I know. I was going to say I was going to say wait, but not that say it doesn't happen, but there just needs to be a confidence in yourself to allow your partner to do their job and that you're not like dwelling in this like oh my god is he cheating on me does is he looking at the other girls you know because here's you know the he's thing not. yeah I like yeah I agree with you 100 you have to be so secure with what you have you have to know what you have and you have to own it because I'll tell you one thing if you're married to a cheater or if you're in a relationship with a cheater it doesn't freaking matter what environment they're working in. They'll find a way to cheat. And, you know, if he's a cop and he's mostly around other male cops, you don't think other women are still going to find him attractive? He's a man in uniform. You know what I mean? Like, just it doesn't really matter, like, what environment. My point is, like, he could be an H-E-B checkout guy or, like, I don't know, a postman. Like, it doesn't matter if the opportunity comes up and if you don't trust him and other women are around and he's attractive, like, you know, like, so is the problem really because you don't trust other people? Because that shouldn't matter if you trust him, you know? And I get it. It's annoying. Like, he's in an environment where all day most of his coworkers are are women. You know, I actually have, like, I have a cousin who is a teacher as well. And you know, they, he and his wife recently had like a baby shower and all his coworkers were there and they're women, you know what I mean? And it wasn't, I don't know. I've never heard her complain but because she trusts her husband, you know what I mean? Like, it's not really an issue for them, but I mean, I don't know. I kind of see it from both, from both sides. It's just, what do you do in a situation like that? You know, like she's the one asking us for advice, but like, what do you really do? Like, that's his career. Like it's yeah, not Women are everywhere, regardless. Like, you can't hide your husband in his room and, like, not let him come out because he's attractive. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, yeah. And, you know, I think I had an episode. I think, did we? Maybe it was me. Maybe it, maybe it was you or maybe it was someone else. But, like, I think I recall having, like, an episode talking about how, like, when you marry up, I hate to say it, but, like, when you feel like you married someone who's, like, not equal to you or, like, they're more attractive, like, it's always so intimidating because you always feel like everyone's out to get your spouse and like you have this little like feeling of being inferior like oh like they're better looking than me they have a better chance like that's not a good feeling you know what I mean like I don't I wouldn't want to be in a relationship like that where I just constantly feel like I'm not good enough so maybe again this is another opportunity like you said Casey to like look inward you know do the work on yourself to feel secure and feel confident and know that 
he's a lucky man to have you at home and whatever temptation he's dealing with at work or whoever he's around doesn't really fucking matter because you have more to offer. I don't know. Like it's tough. That's a tough one. Um, and I think that you should definitely have a talk with him about it and let him know, you know, I know this is kind of silly and crazy because this is your career and I respect your career and it provides for our family. And I love how passionate you are about your students and teaching, but like, I'd be lying if I said it didn't bother me that you're around all these women all day long. Like, how can you help me ease my mind? And if he's a good husband and if he cares and if he loves you, he'll help you like settle those anxieties, I think. So have a talk with your husband. Um, Next. Ooh. All right. My best friend has completely let herself go. I can see it affects her mood and she is not happy with herself, but I've been contemplating whether or not I should comment. We go months at a time without seeing each other. And every time I see her, she looks worse. What should I do? So this, this girl, I had a whole conversation with, with her. I was like, what do you mean? She like let herself go. Like, do you mean she like doesn't fix that means different things to different people you know what I mean so I was like do you mean she like doesn't fix herself up like does she put on weight like and she's like everything like she put on a ton of weight like she never fixes herself up anymore doesn't do her hair I was like did she go through like a bad breakup like what you know has she always struggled with like depression like there's different reasons you know and she said that yeah that she went through like a really bad breakup And that she then went through like a serial dating phase and then like had no luck. And now she's just like a hermit, doesn't really like to go anywhere. And she's like, unless like I literally just show up at her place and like knock on the door, otherwise she'll just flake on me. And so to me, it sounds like she's going through some mental health, you know, issues, maybe like some bouts of depression. Um, She's like, I don't think so. Like she seems fine in that sense, but like, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, no one will ever know like what's going on in someone's head unless, you know, unless you're that person. But if she's let herself go after a breakup and she didn't have any luck with, she's probably feeling down on herself and she's probably like, you know what? I don't even care. What she needs in her life is someone to like hype her up. She needs like a hype girl. Yeah. She needs someone, especially if you're her best friend, she needs you to just chatter up every time and be like hey you know what let's do this or I don't know if they live near each other says they go months without seeing each other but um even like FaceTime like hey like have you gotten into the gym what what are you working on what do you want to work on this year like that's when you talk about goals and what you want to see yourself do this year and that's when you start having conversations with those people and just like motivating them that's what everyone needs is someone to be like a motivator for sure Uh, um she doesn't need someone to just straight up tell her like you let yourself go no yeah that's that's not the way to go yeah no no and I get that because like it's kind of hard to like only you know your friend we don't know like I'm the kind of friend that's like pretty receptive to like criticism like I can handle it you know so if someone were to tell me like hey you look like (laughs) shit I'd be like I do oh dang thanks for telling me like I want to know but like everyone is different so yeah only you know like I don't know how long y'all have been friends she's your best friend so you know what she can handle and what she can't handle but 
<clears throat> I think it's just, it again, it's never what you say, it's how you say it, you know? So there's a difference between being like, hey, um, what the fuck's going on with you? You look like shit. Like you always look like crap. Like you never fix yourself anymore. Are you feeling down? Like whatever. If she's that kind of person that can handle that, go that route. If she's the kind of person you need to sit down with and be like, hey, like coming from the best possible place in my heart, I'm worried about you. You haven't seemed like yourself lately. I noticed you've been putting on a ton of weight and I know how much you care about your body and want to take care of your health and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just uh, the approach is everything. So I yeah. would be more than happy. Like if you decide to like, and this is also a newer one, just got it a couple of days ago. So if you haven't already reached out to her and if you want us to help you or walk you through it, um, yeah, just encourage her. I think that that's a great point. You know, sometimes like, you know, we have both internal and external motivators. And sometimes those internal ones, like they get tired, you know, like we're exhausted. And sometimes we just lack that. And we need some people to like reawaken our, our motivation. So good luck with that. I hope that your friend um, comes out of her, you know, her, her, whatever she's going through. I'll be praying for her. Um, okay. So the last one is the sexual one this was you know this wasn't an after dark episode but like what would it be without having like an after dark secret for Casey's sake because we haven't had oh an God. after dark episode we need to have like a full-blown one so guys send us like after dark topics so that we can really get back to that but this one says my boyfriend always wants to enter through the back door I personally am not a fan and hate that he always asks no matter how many times I say no. And please don't make me say it. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? <laughs> Entering through the back door. Back door lover. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Who wants to put it in her butt? Who does? Her boyfriend. Oh, I know. What are you talking about? What do you mean? I don't, I said, I don't want to say like anal, like, here you go. Making me say oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, what? <laughs> you just want to say it. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> so I want to know, like, does he, okay. Obviously she says no. And he asks, why do you say no? Is his dick big? Is it little? Like, I, I need to know specifics because here's, I'll tell you a little, a little story for so long, like with one of my exes, um, I never wanted to give him head. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't do that. And then I got with this guy after him and I took a blowjob class. And then I was like, I want to give blowjobs oh all the time. <laughs> I did and I was like I love this like why didn't I ever try it before so then with that same guy um I had never done anal we've had like little accidents you know when like you're doing it and like it slips and a little dick you're, slip you're like, you're like oh sorry um <laughs> they do but, that on purpose like they do well they do but it never really like happened until we talked about it we had a conversation and he was like, would you be down? And I'm like, you know what? Let's try it. <laughs> so we tried it. It was great. Um, but what, when then I left that situation ship and started hooking up with my ex again. And 
he I guess was asking me like what I've done sexually and I was just like well I started doing anal well he's like oh I'm not gonna do that I'm like good I wouldn't let you like he's way bigger than the guy I was allowed to do that so it just depends maybe he has a big old dick and like I wouldn't do that it just depends on the size okay <laughs> <laughs> but but also like if depending on like y'all's sexual activity like let's just there's ways that you can slowly get into it and then just I don't know put a little show on and see if if it changes your mind <laughs> I'm not saying that like your mouth was made for that either but your ass definitely wasn't okay that's all for at least for me like so <laughs> it's gonna be a no for me all right like I'm sorry and like the thing I don't think it's I don't think it bothers her so much that he tried or that he asked it bothers her that she's already fucking said no and he keeps fucking asking okay like, you're right you're right no means, no means no I get that no means no like shit but, I'm, like, but no. I am gonna say but I am gonna say he's probably gonna get it from someone else yeah that was my next point being honest and I'm not justifying it whatsoever, but if he no, no, has not at this, all. like, if he's just fiending for some butt sucks. Booty hole. If he needs some booty hole in his life. <laughs> if he just wants that so bad, he might, like, because clearly after the, like, the first time, hey, can we try this? You know what? Nah, not into it. All right, let me try again. Like, third time's a charm. Still not giving in. And if he's just like, I gotta have that ass, like, I would just be like, bro, are you okay? Like, it's, I'm not into that. Like, it would be like if, you know what? I'm gonna just switch the roles. It would be like if you're like, what if you wanted to stick your finger in his butt or something? You're like, Can oh, I yeah, ask and him. He, and he's like, no, I don't, I'm not down. Like, but I want to so bad. Like, I might just do it when you're not looking. Like, what the fuck? Like, no. Like, I yeah, just yeah, yeah. no. So that's where sexual compatibility is very, very important. And it's enough to ruin a relationship. It really, really is. Because some things are more important to, to some people than others, like in the bedroom. And I do think that that could be a point of contention where it's like, hey, like, I'm not down and yeah, he very well, I'm not saying he's going to go cheat. I'm not saying like, I'm just saying that it, there, that's always going to be a possibility. If you feel like you're not meeting his needs in the bedroom and he's being like persistent about that, like that's a red flag for me at least um, because sexual compatibility is a thing. And I would look at it and like not take it so personally because like say it was like another, sex is just one part of a relationship. It's a very important part. But like say- you are from the same hometown and he's like, I've got to get out of this town. I don't want to live here. And you're like, wait, my family's here. Like, I want to live here forever. Like, that's a similar situation where it's like, you guys are never going to see eye to eye. Like that shit happens in the bedroom too. Don't you think so? Yeah. Like, It happens in every aspect of the relationship. Like you're not always going to see eye to eye, but like, what's a deal breaker. So if he's yeah. never going to get over you, not letting him like do certain things with you in the bedroom, I don't know. Good luck with that. But um, yeah, this was an actual advice request. So next time that he asks, or if you don't even want to wait till the next time, I think that you should like bring it up and be like, Hey, so I've noticed that on multiple occasions, like you've wanted to try this out. And like, I'm sorry, like either this girl has already tried it and didn't like it, 
or it's just not something that she's willing to do, you need to ask him, like, I'm never going to want to do that. Like, is that okay with you? Like, is that a deal breaker? And ask him politely and nicely, even if it truly pisses you off, whatever he may say, because that's the only way you're going to know if he's ever going to give up on that. And yes, Casey has a point. It wouldn't hurt to try. So maybe look, all I'm going to say is, all I'm going to say is that lube works. Okay. Lube is your best friend. So if you're maybe feeling it, maybe a couple tequilas or a couple glasses of wine, you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna let him try it so that he can shut the fuck up. Lube works. Liquid courage works. But again, if no means no. So if you're still still on the no part, then that's when you really have to question your relationship. Because if he doesn't stop asking, then he might have just be butt-fucking someone else. I'm just going to throw this out there. Um, I did learn in nursing school that since nothing is supposed to enter through that pathway back there, um, overusage of that entry point, um, which is technically an exit point, <laughs> it does over exhaust and wear out your anal sphincter we have two sphincters like one in our throat and one back there which is one to kind of like stop and block food at the top oh, god damn yeah and one <laughs> to stop and block food in the back and so over time like you're like you're destroying it so if you do have sex anal sex often um there's a very high chance that you're going to be completely incontinent when you're older and you're going to be like shitting everywhere so just remember that okay wait now I have a question. What about if you give blowjobs constantly? Same shit. That's why a lot of people who have suffered from eating disorders such as bulimia um, and have like constantly forced, forced vomited, like forced themselves to yeah. throw up, they have worn out that, that little, that stranger in their throat. And so a lot of people who were bulimic for many years and like, did that um constantly throwing up they don't have a gag reflex anymore and sometimes when <laughs> they overeat, yeah sometimes when they overeat or they binge or whatever like literally just bending over like you could just food could just come out like it's really sad I mean in that way it's sad but it, yeah it goes both ways so I'm not trying to like get all nerdy on y'all or anything I'm just letting y'all know take care of your butt lube it up um nobody asked but i'm still telling y'all um but anyway i i want more secrets secrets are like crack like i'm itching i'm like dave Chappelle. like i need more secrets so you guys keep the advice and secrets rolling in it's a lot of fun for us we don't know what the fuck we're talking about but um yeah it's it's been great i had fun catching up with you cassie i really hope that um, I stop lying to everyone and I do form some kind of, oh, actually my life is changing drastically in many ways, most of, most of which like I'm not happy about, but in the positive, um, I am probably going to cut back on a lot of like, uh, side hustles that I'm doing, um, and have like a more permanent schedule. So I hope that that'll allow me and Casey to get on a more like structured schedule. The beginning of the year, like with my mom passing, lots of traveling, both Cassandra and I, um, like it's just been kind of hectic. So I'm hoping for like a calm, chill summer and a good rest of the year and hopefully a bright future for 60 Minutes Spill and some more SMS After Dark episodes. I love how in this like just 
conversation you've been Casey Cassandra Cassie like I was just thinking that right now (laughs) so versatile (laughs) also I want to mention for the girl that with the backdoor story Mm -hmm. if you are going to give him a chance don't eat that day (laughs) and this is where we end it goodbye (laughs) thank you (laughs) no there's like look if you get real into this and you're really gonna go for it like just talk to my friend david there's like a whole process that you can go through (laughs) to prepare yourself for this you know what maybe we'll have to have him on after dark so he can explain what his process looks like seriously oh my god because yeah um i'll have to skip that episode (laughs) (laughs) anyway people are probably like oh this prude like she's the most boring i'm not i swear it's just there for me like that's not a thing for me i'm not into it so it wasn't it wasn't a thing it wasn't a thing for me either really honestly it still is like it's not it's just with that one guy i was just ready for anything it was great i get that you imagine like she like she would never do it with the guy she's with now, but then she's like with someone else and she's like down. Like you'd be surprised. Like really different relationships bring out different parts, like different sexual. Yeah. And also like size, size matters. Yeah. In that department. Yeah. Well, actually in all departments, I'm not going to fucking lie. Anyways, anyways. <laughs> well, it's been fun. Uh, guys, if you haven't already, um, subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on on Instagram at 60 Min Spill. Send us your secrets and advice. I promise I won't take so long to get to them. We have some really good episodes coming up. I'm hoping to do some Mother's Day episodes. Maybe Casey and I will hop on and talk about our dead moms again. Who knows? <laughs> um, other than that... I love you. I'll talk to you later. And love you. Bye.